everybody. You are listening to the Accelerate Performance Lab podcast, hosted by Accelerate Head Performance Coach, Ben Tillis. And this is our special series titled Short Shorts. In this fast-hitting series, we give track and field athletes from around the state and beyond only three minutes to answer 12 intriguing questions about their training, racing, and things you were not even aware that you wanted to know. You are going to love this segment because you get a behind-the-scenes look at their lives, those fun and crazy things that you never knew before. So, as always, sit back, buckle up, enjoy the ride. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me again for another episode of Short Shorts, our second Minnesota edition. So welcome all the Minnesotans up in the north, right? So I can say it like that. I grew up in Little Falls. So um, yeah, welcome uh, Minnesota fans up there. Uh, today, I've I've uh, got a special guest, but before I get that far, I want to take a second and make sure I thank my sponsor for this show, and that is Final Surge. Uh, Final Surge has been great for us in our Accelerate program. Uh, Their platform is meant for coaches that create training plans and and, uh, have teams and clubs and and even for athletes. If you're just interested in tracking uh, your your training data, Uh, you can do things like copy uh, workouts between kids. So if you've got 30 kids on a team, that's a great way to keep track of them. And they're very, uh, very cost effective. Um, way to do it. There's just one cost once you get uh, uh, above five kids and it's great. It's just super simple, easy to use. So like I said, we use it. It's been awesome for our program. If you go over to the Final Surge webpage by following the show notes uh, below, head on over there and put in the uh, code XLR8 for Accelerate. Put that in with any package you do uh, and you'll get uh, 10% off discount with them. So head on over and check that out. Uh, Like I said, though, today we've got a special guest. Um, the Minnesota edition. And uh, this young man uh, is, is uh, one of the top runners uh, in the state of Minnesota. Uh, he runs for an absolute powerhouse of a small school program up there. But I know their coach says the statement, don't let the size of your school determine the size of your dreams. I think I heard him say once and and I'll let him dive into that a little bit. They are, they are easily one of the best programs, uh, regardless of size in the state, the Midwest, and even around the country. Uh, they've won three st- great team titles with him there on the boys side. And he uh, was runner up last year in the 3,200 and fifth in the 1,600 and has PRs of, uh, I believe he said 935 and 429. And his fun fact that he shared with me is that he's never broken 60 seconds in the quarter. So feel free uh, to make fun of him for that on social media. This is Brandon O'Hara. Brandon, how are you, dude? Good, good. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Did I get your 3200 time right? I blanked on it by the end. Uh, of that. Yeah, 935 is the time. I think yeah. it could have been a little faster if I threw in a lean, but I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to throw in the lean. What did you? I, I heard you ran pretty good, like 5K cross time. What's your PR in cross? Well, it depends who you ask. Unofficially, <laughs> it's like 1537, but. We want to say that that's a short course. So officially, yeah. like on a legit course, it's fifteen fifty-two. So yeah. that's our home course. So it's very legit. You know, 
<laughs> you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or our coaches just been lying to us. So he's, who knows? He's been li- yeah, <laughs> one one or the other, right? I know we all have those courses we'd love to count as our PRs, and I think many people do. But we're like, hold on, everyone in that race ran like a minute faster. Like that's not as you know probably different. But that's the beauty of cross country, though, too. And we hope you know we always like to know courses are accurate. But you mentioned it, your home course. So you run for Purim. How big is uh, the like the school? Like just not grades nine through twelve. Um, okay, this is like a rough estimate. I would say it's about 400 kids or about 9 through 12. I want to say it's 110 kids per class. It's a town of approximately 3000. So very small school, but we just got a new high school. So hopefully that'll up our enrollment. We'll see. Yeah, you and and like I said, you guys have been not just a great small school, but I know a few years back almost made Nike Nationals and and have really had some great things happen. You guys won the last three, uh, but over the last decade, I think it's more than that, boys and girls. Is this the first, like, wasn't it first repeat or three-peat or something like that for boys and girls teams? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so first repeat in both classes in Minnesota for both girls and guys, which was, like, really special because, like, I mean, there were some years, like one year, the girls won by a couple points, and it was just sure. really cool, like being able to see them them winning after we had won, and it, it was just really fun. And again, it's a whole team experience. I know there are some teams that are like divided from the girls' team to the guys' team, but right. like that's right. not the case with us. It's basically we're all striving towards one goal of winning state and being the best yeah. that we can be. Now, shout out your coach. I'd love to have him on because I've heard such amazing things about how he creates an environment there. Give a shout out with his name uh, and then uh, what makes that program just, I mean, like I said, it's it's hard to, we all try to create an environment like that, but why why is it actually working and happening there? Okay, so first of all, his name is Jeff Morris. He's kind of a quirky guy with a North Carolina accent, but okay. he's an amazing coach and like, I guess that there are several like factors that you can attribute to our success. Again, you can say that it's one workout or it's the particular way we train, but really it's him instilling the belief in his runners. Like he thinks that we can, again, sky's the limit for us. And again, we have the mentality that the last runner is pushing the first runner because we're all hoping to get better. We're all hoping to run PRs, whether you're wanting to run break 20 in the 5K or whether you're wanting to break 16 in the 5K. It's really about the, I guess, team camaraderie of like, we're all striving towards to be good runners, I guess is what I'd say. So again, it's definitely a unique environment. I think it's very hard to replicate. And again, I'd say another factor is like, again, like it's seeing the next group of kids come up. So you can kind of see it happening through summer training. So like, I know when I was growing up, like I would see like Keegan Hurley and, you know, the other runners out running in the summer and that like motivated me. So it's kind of fun now seeing like the younger kids out in the summer running. And like, I'm thinking that they're wanting to be like, the next good runners at Perm. They're right, wanting right. to like keep the tradition going, which again, we kind of have a good like conference streak going. So again, you don't want to be the team that loses that. That's right. Once you get it going, you want to be there. I actually remember Keegan, I had a couple kids a few years ago that um, uh, from when I was coaching in Boone, Iowa, and they 
we got two boys through to Nike Cross Nationals, and I think he was in the top seven or something there at that race and was really close to going through. And I remember we raced him at Griac and some other things. He was just an incredible, incredible runner. So, hey, we were just talking. You listened to – you were trying to catch up on Anna Fenske's that came today, and uh, you were just trying to do a little bit of your homework. So you kind of know the drill now with the short shorts. Uh, you ready for this uh, three minutes of uh, rapid fire? Yeah, yeah. I would say that – I'm maybe a little caught off guard. I wasn't able to finish it. So there may be a couple of questions I'm not quite prepared for. <laughs> That's all right. I'll try to throw you a few curveballs. So hang in there and we'll have some fun. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. So I'll give you a five second countdown here and away we go. All right, Brandon, five, four, three, two, one. What sports did you do when you were in grade school, like K through five? So growing up, I was a runner like I would stay in, run to stay in shape for wrestling and then when I started beating my dad I realized that I'd start running when did you notice though that you were going to be good at it oh uh, when I start beating my dad in workouts he would take me to the track and I would occasionally beat him and now I've never looked back what's the hardest workout you do with Perm in a week uh, typically I would say that it's long runs, but I may do that to myself because I have a bad habit of maybe hammering long runs. Yeah. We had a state champion that's dropped today as well. And she said the same thing was like, I have a bad habit of that, <laughs> you know? So, Hey, what race is your favorite distance? I'm guessing not the 400. Uh, no, not the 400, not the 200 either. Um, I would say the 3,200 for sure. Yeah. What is your favorite racing moment, cross country or track? I would probably say this year at State Cross Country because it was so cool winning both girls and guys three in a row. And I didn't have the best race, but I was happy that my team won. Great. What is the worst injury you have ever dealt with? Oh, gosh. I really have been lucky to not have injuries, although during cross country this year, I had a back strain that was tough to deal with. Uh, you get a back issue. It's kind of hard to keep everything else moving. What's your or who is your biggest rival that you face on a regular basis? Oh, gosh, I'd probably say it's Jacob Wright from West Central area because we have like this rivalry going like sometimes I'll beat him. Sometimes he'll beat me. But our teams are also pretty close. Pretty close. Uh, who's the teammate? Here come the fun ones who, you know, eats the most food. Uh, he's not on the team anymore, but we had a kid every year at state track who would eat several plates of fettuccine Alfredo. It was quite impressive. Oh, quite impressive, huh? Uh, what's his name? I want to, if we can find him. Uh, Isaac Scheidecker. Okay, we got to tag him on the podcast. All right. Uh, worst racing advice anyone's ever given you? Uh, I'd say it was this winter when my dad told me to go out with the leader, and it turns out the leader was like a semi-professional. <laughs> funniest thing your coach does to keep you relaxed before big races um i don't know if i have the quote exactly but he says like a billion people in china will not care about how you <laughs> race today <laughs> right funniest thing uh i just said that one here we go which motivates you more desire to win or fear of losing fear of losing because i know how much i put in to try and win races that like i don't want to lose yeah, right. If you could pick your dream college, I know you're going to school here. Uh, actually, how about to do this then, since you picked your college? Last question. If you could run after college um, and you could be like a pro, what race distance would you do and maybe who would you try to train with? Okay, well, I would probably try and race like the 5K or the 10K, possibly. Maybe the marathon. I could see myself being good at that. But I would probably, like if the Oregon Project was still a thing... 
I'd maybe try and go there, try and get in the like inside scoop of what's go- actually going on there. <laughs> of what's actually going, and then you'd be the person who could come back and tell us all of what's going on. So yeah, I'd hey, be like a whistleblower. The whistle, <laughs> you'd get in there just to be the whistleblower. That's fantastic, uh, Brandon. You made it to the end of that. That was awesome. You, we had some fun with that. You're, a lot of people don't know who their teammate is who eats the most food. I love that you guys. You knew right away. Like this is the dude, and he puts away fettuccine. He's probably a disaster to bring to like Olive Garden or something. I'm imagining like the never-ending breadsticks he just stays there like all day or he gets the bottomless fettuccine alfredo and he's there for like two weeks yeah yeah so sometimes he'll like take other people's fettuccine (laughs) alfredo (laughs) so So you gotta guard your own too from him yeah yeah so like now i'm not as big of a fan as of fettuccine alfredo I don't know. I've kind of tried to steer away from Olive Garden ever since. Ever since. You just, you can't take, you just have flashbacks of him eating all that food and eating everybody else's, huh? Hey man, so we talked about this too. This was, this was fun. And and I love, I think the Iowa people are going to love hearing about these teams too. And and I think a team like Perham deserves the opportunity to have their message spread around. Like I said, I'd love to get your coach on the program sometime. Uh, I'm going to probably try to reach out to him and see if he'd come on for a longer segment and talk about what they do. But um, in the meantime, you got to be the first boy to throw it to another boy here in Minnesota to keep this going around uh, around our great state to the north. So who are you going to toss this to? Uh, I'm going to go with Harris Anderson from Math and Science Academy. I believe he's okay. going to St. Thomas College next okay. year. Yeah. I think it'd be fun to hear from him. All right. So you got to help me get in touch with him. We'll, we'll uh, touch base with him and get him on the show here before next week's. But hey, man, again, this was really fun. I, I enjoyed this, uh, getting to know more about you and and uh, your program and all the great things you guys have going on up there at Purim. And, and I know you said you're uh, headed to University of Wisconsin, Milwaukee in the fall. Um, that's that's going to be exciting. I assume you're running there. Yes, I am running there. I'm currently undecided on a major, but again, I'm really excited to run there. Really excited, good coaching staff, very good team. And again, I'm excited to be able to race at the Division I level. That's awesome. That's going to be fun. We'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye on you guys. Anybody that comes on the show, we're going to try to keep sharing out any results or anything. So stay in touch with that and let us know how you're doing as the season goes on, man. But uh, Brandon, keep up the training and the hard work. I know it's tough to lose a senior season, but keep up all the great things you're doing and looking forward to great results um, from there and looking forward to following Perham and like you said, trying to keep the streaks alive that you guys have. So you take care and uh, we're going to get, get your friend here. You say Harrison, right? Harris Anderson. Harris Anderson. All right, you gotta, you'll, you'll help me get a hold of Harris and we'll make that all work. And you, you be safe out there. Take care and we'll talk again sometime soon, all right? Okay, yeah, thanks for having me. That was Brandon O'Hara, standout distance runner for Purim High School up there in Minnesota, headed to University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee in the fall. Thanks, Brandon, for hopping on and representing Minnesota as the first boy from up there on the show. If you like what Brandon had to say, check out the show notes and give him a follow on social media so you can stay up to date on all of his running and racing. And if also you could go down to the show notes, make sure if you're in our podcast that you are following us on our social media accounts as well as subscribing to this podcast. We've got great guests coming up over the next few weeks, so don't miss out. We hope to see you then.